Michelle is a musician with albums released as Everyone Except Me and artist behind the post-apocalyptic webcomic Stray Cats. She's kind, a bit shy, and furiously creative. Henrik is a filmmaker with over two dozen films and TV shows as producer, director, and occasionally host. He also released a couple of music albums. He's bombastic, larger than life, and tenacious almost to a fault. Together, they've been best friends for a decade. This show is awkward. So, Michelle. Okay. <laughs> you just can't have confidence at the start of the show, can you? No. Why can't you start the show, you know, like, you know, like old school radio where we'd be like, you know, hey, everybody, I'm, uh, you know, Diddlebag. And this is, uh, 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 you see, you need a name. Come up with something. Help me. You're leaving me to die in this. Michelle. <sighs> okay, that's not going so good. All right. Uh, <laughs> how are you, Michelle? How are you doing today? I don't know. I guess okay or something. I'll take that. How are you? You know, I am very well because right before, right, I mean, right before we started recording today, I got some really good news. Now, not about myself, not about myself. In fact, I'm in the middle of battling a pH battle with my hot tub right now, but that is not, (laughs) that is not what I'm here to talk about. What I'm here to talk about is this broke, this news broke like literally right when I went into my office to sit down to record the show with you. Yeah. Supreme Court rules cheerleaders F-bombs are protected by the First Amendment. Oh, yeah, I heard. And it was like a seven to one decision or something like eight to one. I I want to know who was the one. That guy. I don't know. There was one guy. guy. (laughs) The U.S. Supreme Court sided with students on Wednesday, ruling that a former cheerleaders online F-bombs. That means fuck. NPR can't even publish the word fuck. They're not allowed to say it, no. They can't say it on the air. I get that. Well, I don't get that either. Fuck the FCC, too. But uh, (laughs) we're literally on the platform that exists because of how stupid radio is. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's literally why this platform exists and exploded in popularity. My first podcast was in 2005. That was when I had my first podcast and people didn't know what they were. Mm-hmm. They've ex- they've beyond exploded in popularity beyond any and all expectation I could have ever had have podcasts in general exploded in popularity. Maybe not mine particularly, but overall. Anyway, I don't want to talk about that. Um, So... <laughs> Uh, ruling that a former cheerleader's F-bombs about her school is protected speech under the First Amendment. For those who do not know, uh, the Henman is a massive free speech absolutist. I figure you probably know that, Michelle. I mean, I guess. <laughs> I don't feel like we've ever talked about never. it. But... We've never talked about the First Amendment. Hell, not even on the show. No. We've talked about the First no. Amendment. Uh, yeah, that heavy episode about Charlie Ebdo, where everybody thought that it was going a political way that they weren't expecting. Mm-hmm. Um, by an eight to one vote, the court declared that school administrators do have the power to punish student speech that occurs online uh, or off campus if it genuinely disrupts classroom study. But the justices concluded that a few swear words posted online from off campus, as in this case, did not rise to the definition of disruptive. This is especially a big deal because it has always been murky how much uh, civil rights kids have, how much civil Mm -hmm. rights minors have. Yeah. 
And that was something I dealt with in high school, uh, being told that, you know, I couldn't do something or say something or whatever. And I was like, what about my civil rights? Like, you can't just search, you know, my, my locker or whatever. They're like, yeah, we can. And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately it's like, who are you going to call? Well, back then you could call the ACLU. Now they're, the ACLU is about as useful as a cock ring at Lilith fair. But back in the day, they really did stuff that mattered. I don't want to talk about the ACLU. I thought the ACLU was involved in this case. They might be, but they have really, in my opinion, fallen far from what they stood for. They're not protecting unpopular speech in particular anymore. They've become incredibly politically biased Mm -hmm. and they're not supposed to be. Mm -hmm. Uh, When I was growing up, the reason I loved the ACLU was that they were just as likely to defend anyone. They were mm-hmm. as likely to defend a, a black man being silenced as they were to defend a neo-Nazi. And I thought that that was an important statement about free speech. Let the dumb neo-Nazi talk so we can all hear how stupid he is, so we can all agree that we don't like it. That's what I believe. Anyway, uh, I, was, I, I don't usually talk too much about politics, but this is very exciting to me. This is a wonderful piece of news. It's almost as good as uh, when they uh, they uh, disrupted the death penalty in that one uh, in Mississippi. Was it Mississippi uh, or Missouri? I think it was Mississippi. Um, anyway, uh, while public this is a quote quote while public schools may have a special interest in regulating some off campus student speech, the special interests offered by the school are not sufficient to overcome BL's interest in free expression. In this case, Justice Stephen Breyer wrote for the court's majority. Mm-hmm. At issue in this in the case was a series of f bombs. It just keeps saying f bombs. F bombs issued in 2017. In 2017, on Snapchat. On Snapchat, <laughs> it doesn't even exist for more than 24 hours. On uh, Snapchat by Brandy Levy, then a 14-year-old high school cheerleader. Wow. So they're giving her free speech protections at 14. Well, she was at 14. That's really incredible. And here's the silliest part. Uh, A a high school cheerleader who failed to win a promotion from the junior varsity to the varsity cheerleading term at her Pennsylvania high school. So... (laughs) Not only are they mad about F-bombs, they're not even consequential fucks. Yeah, no, I mean, she was just saying, like, fuck this, like, you know, that kind of thing. I can't believe I didn't make it, like, that kind of stuff. Just like, total leave her- anger expression. Yeah, leave yeah. her alone. What the hell? Self-expression. Here's the quote. Yeah. Uh, I was really upset and frustrated at everything she said in an interview with NPR in April. So she posted a photo of herself and a friend flipping the bird to the camera along with a message that said, fuck the school, fuck cheer, fuck everything. Whoa. I know. I know. It's so, it's so like radical and bad. I know. It's really something that should be controversial. And, and the worst part, you know, we were writing notes worse than that in school. Yeah. Yeah. But of course that's where it falls into this little, it, that's where it falls into this little totalitarian inkling, this little tickle in the butthole of all of these, uh, these powerful people. You know, I, I know that it, I know that like a school's, the people in charge of a school don't seem to be that powerful, but they actually have an immense amount of power over the student body. Mm-hmm. I remember being mistreated, uh, told that I was less told that I was not good. I was told lots of bad things by my school because I was odd. I was unusual. And that is just, uh, too much frustration for them. So 
to me, this is a very big deal. Mm-hmm. The Supreme Court. And of course they ruled on her side. I would have been so shocked. I'm shocked there's even one dissent. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, but what makes me so mad is if you had passed a note that just said like, fuck Mrs. Jenkins, I hate her. You get detention, maybe mm-hmm. suspended, maybe passing Probably a just note like detention or something. Probably passing the note, you know, that's it. But because it's on social media, even Snapchat, it's, it's, they're angry at the access. Mm-hmm. So it's not the words and it's never the words. It's the access to an audience. That's what censorship is always about. And that's why they're mad. If she had posted it on a Facebook or Instagram, the fact that anyone can see it is what they're threatened by. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, they can say all they want, you know, well, it's indecent. It's indecent to talk that way as a young woman. It makes our school look bad because she's saying all these things. It, it, you know what? Go clutch your pearls somewhere else. Oh, my God. You have a, a young woman who didn't get what she wanted. So she swore three times. Holy shit. Yeah. Then again, I made fun of my own school district on cable television when I was in school, but because no one saw it, I didn't get in. Well, that's not true. That's not true. One cool teacher saw it and didn't say anything to anybody, which is the other point. And I'm going to read the rest of this article, but that's the other point. That's the other fucking point. Someone is a snitch. Someone is such a fucking snitch, an F-bomb snitch, that they saw this post and screen capped it or took a photo of a phone so that they didn't send people. I know you don't use Snapchat. You're way too cool for Snapchat, Michelle. But if you screen cap things, it tells the person you screen capped. Oh, okay. So, yeah. 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 So, if you want to screen cap someone in total anonymity, you have to take a photo of the phone. Mm Mm-hmm. So someone, some slimy, stupid, would have been Hitler youth in the 19 fucking forties bastard was like, I need to tell someone about these F bombs. So you were going to say something? Yeah. To be fair, they're like <laughs> high school kids. So yes. there was probably like everybody because they were like, oh, we can talk about that in school. How she said fuck like three times but on my Snapchat. Point is, on Snapchat, it's gone in 24 hours or less. Mm-hmm. It doesn't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. So it would have to have spread like wildfire. Somebody had to have saved it yeah. to show it. But yeah. we'll find out. Let's see what the article says. Okay. Um, suspended from the team for what was considered disruptive behavior, Brandy and her parents went to court. They argued that the school had no right to punish her for her off-campus speech, whether it was posted online while away from school, as in this case, or spoken out loud at a Starbucks across the street from school. God damn right. And mm-hmm. bless her parents for fucking standing up for their daughter, for F-bomb standing up for their daughter. Mm-hmm. A federal appeals court agreed with her, declaring that the school officials have no authority to punish students for speech that occurs in places unconnected to the campus. And I'm willing to make a concession if you're literally sitting in school and you stand up and yell F-bomb you to the teacher, you're disrupting the school, and I guess they should punish you. 
Mm-hmm. I still don't think they should throw you off the team. I still think that's ridiculous. No, it's totally that's, but that's because it's you know they just it's it's all about punishment. It's not about uh, uh it's about escalation of punishment. It's not mm-hmm. about logic. Yeah. And why would it be about logic? We're talking about authority here. We're talking about authority here because y- y- <laughs> this is why I'm a free speech absolutist because <laughs> because you know. If you went to somebody and we're like, uh, and we're like, oh my God, you just got suspended because you said some stuff you weren't supposed to. God, don't make a federal case out of it. It is a fucking federal case, you stupid bastard. Because <laughs> for the record, <laughs> I mean, that's one of my favorite sayings is like, you don't have to make a federal case out of it. Well, yes, yes, we did because you were violating the first amendment. Mm-hmm. You fucking goose stepping son of a bitch. So <laughs> my point, my point is. Is not that anyone who may have ratted her out, it doesn't look like they're going to talk about who ratted her out. My point is anybody who might have ratted her out didn't mean to get her suspended or thrown off the team necessarily. Mm -hmm. Didn't mean to violate her civil rights. Yet, here we are in front of the Supreme Court because your actions have consequences. Yeah. That's what my point is. That's why I'm being so extra cruel to whoever whoever sold her out. Cause it's not like she's sitting on Snapchat going like, Oh, I'm going to send like a thirst trap to like Thomas and Steve. But also I, uh, whoops. I almost sent it to the, <laughs> to the fucking school district manager. Who's on Snapchat. First of all, if he was, if somebody from the school was on Snapchat, that's because they're inappropriate with the students. That's number one. So what, what if they're on Snapchat just so they can find out what's going on? Oh, to, oh, well, then they are a goose-stepping piece of shit. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, yeah. <laughs> okay, I wanted, I wanted to get through this real quick because it's great news. And also because I didn't prepare at all for this episode. So uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, God, at least I could talk about my, my hot tub's pH. And then I saw this literally <laughs> while I was eating lunch before we, we got ready to do this. So, um... The decision marked the first time that an appeals court issued such a broad interpretation of the of the Supreme Court's landmark student speech decision more than a half century ago. Back then, in a case involving students suspended for wearing black armbands to school to protest the Vietnam War, the court ruled that students do have free speech rights under the Constitution as long as the speech is not disruptive to the school. And I'm going to, I want to say something else too. I, and this is why I'm a free speech absolutist and I don't care. I'm talking about it. Uh, (laughs) Michelle's like, Oh boy, here we go. But this is why I'm a free speech absolutist because even this whole disruptive speech thing, I get it because you're literally in an institution, you know, you're in school or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's not it's it's not as easy to be a worm and manipulate what it means to be in school and that's what the Supreme Court saying is like no 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 we gave you special obligations because you're an institution she mm-hmm. wasn't mm-hmm. even there so yeah. you guys are you guys are trying to take an uh, we gave you an inch you're trying to take a mile mm-hmm. fuck you i mean f bomb you supreme court out but <laughs> but oh man so Oh, I'm just so I'm so angry at just the concept that they want that they would punish her this much for swearing off campus. There were, by the way, when I was a kid, there were moments where um, 
uh, I did. They did attempt to punish me for for stuff I did on cable access. Um, for like wow. playing, pl- I played like um, uh, horror movie clips that were like really gory and stuff, and it didn't fly. My mother, my mother was like, like no, and that was it. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, you, know, you know, and my mom would have taken them to court. We would have went to the goddamn fucking. Supreme F bomb Supreme that Court. That would have been so cool. I no, we could we could have been talking about your case. I too. wish I wish that it. That's the worst part about the school district I went to is they were such pussies. We mm. never got to go to court for civil rights, and never I was I was begging for it. I was begging for it, but I did have. I mean, I had teachers um push me around about uh my speech and actually had and watched uh their bosses tell them like you're overstepping your boundaries. Like you're wow. not actually allowed to do that. Wow. Um, yeah. Which then it worried me. Cause I'm like, Oh cool. So they're just here to educate me about life and they don't fucking know anything about civil rights. Okay. Okay. I mean, F bomb anything about civil rights. <sighs> this stuff gets me fired up because I mean, I'm an artist for a living. I make my living because the first amendment exists. It's incredibly important. It is so important. And my, the point I was going to make is in general society, you may be able to get away with, you know, institutional set, you know, settings, but mm-hmm. in general society, I hear people all the time say, well, we don't want certain speech. That's going to be upsetting. You know, mm-hmm. that's going to hurt people's feelings or, or, or not just hurt their feelings, make them feel a threat, make them feel, feel unwelcome. You know, I, I don't want to make it sound like I'm making some snowflake joke. No, I mean, sometimes things people say make you feel unsafe in your own home, mm-hmm. even if they're not direct threats, which direct threats and call to violence are not protected by the First Amendment. Right. That And that's clear as day. But if you all you have to do is rewind 40 years. And you can see the kind of slippery slopeism that comes from, well, we, we don't want, we don't want things that are disruptive. Well, that man kissing another man, that's disruptive to the fabric of society. You know, that Jewish family having their little hats on, that's disruptive to the, the moral well-being of our Christian values. Mm-hmm. That's how that shit was used back then. And just because it's not used, well, first of all, the reason it's not used that way now is because we had landmark cases that said you can't use it that way, Mm -hmm. but there's always the chance it's going to come back because the moment life is good. We, so we are all so quick to forget. We're all so quick to forget how far we've come in certain ways. And that's why I wanted to talk about this because I love freedom of speech. I love the idea that you can be stupid and maybe evil, but you can yell it from the rooftop and I can go, dude, you're kind of an asshole, but I gotta, I'm going to subway for lunch. That is, that is the society I want to live in. Mm-hmm. I want to live in the society where I can be like, I don't want to go to Mark's tackle shop well number one because i don't fish but number two i don't know why i chose a tackle shop but number two because mark's an asshole i hear mm-hmm. mark yell from the rooftop you know shitty shit about shit so fuck mark i'm going to steve's place which has uh even better tackle and steve well steve also talks a bunch of shit but it's slightly more tolerable <laughs> <You know? laughs> what well, you're gonna say something please oh i don't know Wait, do you have anything to say about freedom of speech? No. no. <laughs> like, I no. guess I guess it's okay. like 
I mean, not really, but you know, <laughs> I have I have an Aldi near me that every time I go there, like I go, wow, I'm never going to this Aldi again because they're like kind of nasty to me. Mm-hmm. Like, like I don't even know if sometimes they probably hate me, and other times they're probably just not having a good day. But they always are like rude in a way that makes me feel really bad about myself. So I go to the nice Aldi, yeah, where people are nice. Good. So I'm they, glad that you have a nice Aldi. Well, it's okay. Um, <laughs> in comparison, we're grading in, on a curve here, Michelle. Yeah, it's an Aldi. <laughs> um, so, so, so the other Aldi. I mean, it's the same company, so it doesn't really matter. But the other Aldi gets my business most of the time, so they can they can hopefully stay open and then and keep being nice. Yeah, and keep having hiring people who don't like yell like raise their voice to me when I don't take my card out of the little the little card reader fast enough. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, that's I'm sorry I was bagging things. <laughs> I didn't notice. Well, no, and that's and that's kind of, you know, the point. It's it, it all falls back to, and I hate it because it's so contrived, but it all falls back to the the gay wedding cake. Mm-hmm. I get where people were coming from with like, no, they have to bake the cake because they're being discriminatory. I get the heart of that argument. Mm-hmm. But if I am a gay person and I want my gay wedding cake, do I want the fucking F-bombing dessert of like the celebration of my lifelong commitment to my lover to be made by a bigot? Well, maybe because it's like they're like your slave because they're forced All right, to make your cake. That's some some bdsm super weird stuff which i am positive you secretly read about on reddit because sometimes michelle you say stuff that is so kinky i am not comfortable i don't read about that on reddit (laughs) i promise you're like no that's what 4chan's for Uh, (laughs) oh i gotta cough So let's finish this up and then we can talk about other things that aren't so uncomfortable. But, you know, I frankly, I'm happy I'm talking about this. I usually get a little nervous when I talk about things that are vaguely political, but this is important to me. And uh, it's our show. So and you know what they say when it's our show, we talk about what I want. So it <laughs> I mean, you're welcome to interrupt. Do you want to talk about your 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 uh, anime that's historical fiction? Only if you really want me to. Okay, we might try that once we finish this story. Okay. Okay. So, uh, uh, Vietnam War. Although Brandy Levy is now in college, the school board of Mahoney, Pennsylvania, appealed to the Supreme Court, contending that disruption can come from outside the campus, but still have serious effects on campus. It pointed to laws in 47 states that require schools to enforce anti-bullying and anti-harassment policies. That's weird because bullying and harassment is actually a crime without any involvement of a school at all. But fuck me. uh, F-bomb me. So uh, the high court, however, focused on the facts in Levy's case, concluding that while her posts were less than admirable, Mm -hmm. they did not meet the test of being disruptive. Quote, we do not believe the special characteristics, (laughs) characteristics that give schools additional license to regulate student speech always disappear when a school regulates speech that takes place off campus, Breyer wrote. The school's regulatory interests remain significant in some off-campus circumstances. 
In in a concurring opinion, Justice Samuel Alito wrote, if today's decision teaches any lesson, it must be that the regulation of many types of off-premises student speech raises serious First Amendment concerns and school officials should proceed cautiously before venturing into this territory. I knew it was him. In a dissent, Justice Clarence Thomas wrote that the school was right to suspend Levy because students like her, quote, who are active in extracurricular activity programs have a greater potential by virtue of their participation to harm those programs. You know, why didn't they just, uh, I wish they had been able to get the phony rape accusations to stick against him in the 90s when they didn't want him to be in the Supreme Court. I don't know. Clarence Thomas went, I mean, don't get me. I don't agree with him on much of anything. He's not only is he, uh, you know, like a straight up conservative, but he's like a neocon. He's like, you know, a, uh, uh, uh you know, a born again, Christian conservative. Like there's, you know, the more things you add to the name conservative, the further I get from you, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, he's a conservative. Oh, okay. I might agree with him on a couple of things. He's a neoconservative. Ah, he's a born again, Christian, ah, you know, it just kind of keeps, mm-hmm keeps going anyway i don't think i could make that noise again if i wanted to that was like that was like that was almost as good as mariah carey like singing with her whistling with her <laughs> diaphragm um <clears throat> so yeah clarence thomas big mm-hmm. f-bomb to you take me to court for saying f-bomb clarence thomas um oh 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 there's more to the quote for example Uh-oh. a profanity profanity laced screed uh screed delivered on social media or at the mall has a much different effect on a football program when done by a regular student than when done by the captain of the football team thomas wrote so too here did you hear that no that was a car's tires squealing oh no i didn't hear it it was loud enough that 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 had to have passed my house Hmm. uh anyway so justice clarence thomas I would like you to please refer to the Sucka D-Bird manual underneath your seat for further instruction. I'm going to just kick the soapbox out from under me. <laughs> I, when, when landmark First Amendment things happen, I'm not even going to be sorry about it. Mm-hmm. I'm not a very political person in general. I No, I'm making that face. I know that I have opinions about politics, but... I believe that how political of a person you are is, is really based on how much you stomp around talking about it to whoever will listen. That's what I mean. I have people I confide in about my political thoughts and ideas and trying to understand what I really think about something or if something is fucked up or whatever, or F-bombed up. But I, I don't generally want to like scream about politics. But when it comes to things like the First Amendment, when it comes to things like the death penalty... I can't, I'm not going to be ashamed to just say exactly what my opinion is on those things, because those things, I would be very, very impressed if someone could get me to stop believing the death penalty is wrong. I don't think it's going to happen. And I'm not going to say that it can't ever happen because that suggests a closed mind, but I don't know what kind of argument you could make to make me think that killing people is okay in cold blood. You thinking about it? I think you're thinking about it. Yeah, I have to figure it out. <laughs> that's your new goal. Yeah, that's your that's your goal in life. It's going to be hard though because I don't like or believe that the death penalty should exist. But yeah, we no, can we can figure pure, it out. Pure we devil's advocate. 
Yeah. <laughs> should we should do an episode of the show where it's just pure devil's advocate where I have an opinion and you get like, but you get like time to, I'll give you like a week to think about it okay. and you have to come at me and convince me of the other thing. Of okay. course, I will choose only things that like completely and utterly negate everything you believe and would yeah. personally harm you. Uh-huh. Like, you know, like, 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 uh, you know, anti-Semitism is good. Okay. Or... <laughs> Or like women shouldn't vote. Actually, that's fine. I mean, why should anyone vote? Uh, <laughs> but but no, um, but no. So when matters of the First Amendment come up, I get passionate about it. I can't help it. I really, to me, any threat to the First Amendment is a threat to not only what I hold dear, but just everything to my livelihood, to my safety, to everything, and to everybody else's too. So that's what I think. Now Michelle yeah. says something. No, what? <laughs> you're going to leave me. You're just like, nope, you can float out into the ocean on this raft you made yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Peace much. out, motherfucker. I mean, mother F bomber. <laughs> F bomb. You're a news. You're news. Well, you that's could at why least they put can't F, say it. You couldn't they at least just put F asterisk, asterisk, asterisk. Um, they could, they could just put the word that will not be named or they could put <laughs> The F sex word. (laughs) Uh, It's just, it's just, it just screams to me that like whoever wrote that NPR article was like a cool mom. Mm, Maybe. Oh yeah. yeah, Don't you know? They were dropping F bombs on there, you know? Oh yeah. Now you say something. (laughs) Yeah. Do you have anything to talk about this week that is, that that you're passionate about? No No landmark Supreme court cases, bro. No, we're brought no. to your attention. Uh, Sorry. It's okay. Clarence Thomas, man. Come on. What a prick. All right. So, so, I mean, there's lots of reasons not to like him, but this is a fresh one. Mm-hmm. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, I guess I'll do a health check. We're, we're half an hour in and now I'll mention my, how my health's doing for recovery check. Okay. I'm doing pretty good. Uh, lungs are still improving. Uh, definitely happy to no longer be filming the movie. Uh, happy to not be exerting myself so hard every single week. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Um, had a nice soak in the hot tub this morning, but it was cut short by me knowing that the lawn care people were coming to spray my lawn. And then of course, of course they still haven't even come. So oh. I could have soaked <laughs> until like nine 30, <laughs> but I was like the whole time I was soaking, I was like, I just got to get to 20 minutes and then I'll get out. Cause I don't want to like be soaking. Cause well, and I want to like cover my hot tub. I don't want any other chemicals to potentially get in the water or mm-hmm. anything. And not because it'll hurt me, but because it'll probably fuck up my pH and alkalinity <laughs> some more. And then I'll be fighting with it even more. Yeah. So that's my life. Yeah. That's yeah. rough. I know. I know. Today has been weird. I have on my plate right now. Work-wise, I have like nothing that's particularly fun or creative other than this show. Like this is it for today as far as fun and creative. The rest of my day, I'm working on deliverables for a movie, uh, a movie that I worked on. Mm -hmm. Uh, Deliverables means fixing the sound, making sure everything's running right, making sure there are no glitches, and then creating the master files that the distributors are going to use to make Blu-rays, DVDs, and video-on-demand files and all that crap. All that F-bomb stuff. So, I'm doing that. That is tedious. It is not fun. It is not creative. It is completely and utterly technical and boring and 
you know, maybe we'll do a double length show today <laughs> just to get out of it. <laughs> um, but it's important that I get it done like in the next two days. Yeah. So I'm really going to be working on that the rest of today. Uh, on top of that, I've been shipping orders like crazy because through a, uh, uh, circumstances beyond my control, both the, the new edition of devil's trail on Blu-ray DVD combo came in the same, in the same like four day span as the brand new babysitter massacre book. Oh. So I have two new products in at the same time. So I'm getting orders for both mm-hmm. and trying to keep up with them and get them out the door as fast as I can, because you know, th- there's nothing I like more than getting an order at like 1 PM and being like, Oh man, you're going to get it in like four days. Cause I'm shipping it now. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, like, and the people who shop lo- like locally in Ohio, they're always shocked. They get stuff in like a day and a half or two days. Like it's just super fast. Yeah. So but that's been keeping me busy. Uh, and then on top of that, I'm currently publishing some, uh, omnibuses, I guess, you know, some, uh, collections of short stories. We're publishing some of the stories that were written for weekly spooky as books in like book form on Amazon. So I've been putting those together, you know, creating the artwork, which at least that's creative and fun. Of mm-hmm. course, I only have one left to do. Oh. So <laughs> I already did the rest yesterday because it was fun. So of course I started my week with it, but that all being said, knowing that that was the day ahead of me sitting and listening to audio problems and trying to fix them or just confirming that the audio problems are fixed. Mm-hmm. I know, right? This is the sexy, sexy truth of being an independent filmmaker. <clears throat> but, but with all of that, I set my alarm for nine o'clock because I usually, I stay up late. I, w- I went to bed at two last night, mm-hmm. woke up at about seven 30, started getting the house uh, cleaned up just a little. My house is a freaking mess, but I got my house cleaned up a little bit, soaked in the hot tub, got out and went straight to work. So for Yay. some reason that I don't know, no one gave me the, the, the memo. I am just in it for today. Good. I think. I get, I mean, you know, I, when life is good, it's best not to ask questions. It's just funny that I can't think of a single reason why I like wanted to leap out of bed and start mixing sound and creating deliverables. Mm -hmm. So what are you, what have you done today? What are you doing today? What your, so your mother's moving. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's worth talking about. You were like, I think talking about nothing's happened in my life. Your mom is moving into a new house. Yeah. And you were helping her move yesterday. Yes, I was. And how did that go? Like, not very good. <laughs> so you had two two troubled pieces of furniture? Yeah, there was one that couldn't get out of the old house and one that couldn't get up the stairs in the new house. Both. So how could it not get out of the old house? How did it get we into the old house? We don't know. <laughs> That's like, I, I, think, um, I think her movers kind of suck. I was, that was my first thought. (laughs) Um, unfortunately it was, it was recommended. They were recommended to her by a friend who like really, really liked them. And they, they happened to be incredibly inexpensive. Mm. I think. And the plate, the people that she got last time, basically the, the, what they wanted to charge her was double what they charged her last time. Like $4,000. Oh my God. So yeah. So she was like, no, no. And they were like, but we're really good at stuff. And she was like, but that's so much money. It's a lot of money. Yeah. So. What the hell? But they were great movers. Mm. They did a really, really good job. And they were fast. And they like get a, got everything where it needed to go. But these guys. Nah. And they like can't get her dresser up the stairs. 
And the other one was not as big of a deal because it was, I don't know if it would have fit in the in the new house, but her, she needs her, she, that's where her underwear goes. It needs to be upstairs. So it's just I, hanging I out. I think it's a new world. It's a new life. It's a new home. Keep your underwear downstairs. Yeah, you can put it wherever you want, I guess, but it's in the dining room. There's like a dresser just hanging out in the dining room because it can't go anywhere and it's right in front of the thermostat. So it's like, it can't stay there. Um, so I mean, maybe, maybe not. I think, uh, you have to learn to adapt. Mm. I was just going to say, find somebody else who moves furniture and have them come in (laughs) because, um, unfortunately she does have a really narrow staircase and the banister is like super nice and old. Uh, so I was like, we could take it off with a carpenter, like a carpenter can come. Um, so it's going to be one of those, like it can't live down there. It's not it's not appropriate for it to just be in the dining room in front of the thermostat. So Yeah, it's not ideal. Yeah, so no no no. I you know, they, they can go they can fuck themselves. They they already <laughs> they they got F-bomb, their money. Michelle. They F-bomb. got their money. Fuck. And <laughs> you know, they weren't like mean people or anything. They were very nice, but I just don't think they totally and they like and they like fucked things up too oh um they scratched the floor really bad um they scratched some of like the paint off the walls in several spots which it happens they broke a couple of knobs on like things that have knobs (laughs) (laughs) so like i'm not thrilled oh and they broke her desk so she doesn't have a desk anymore they just broke it well well, it's one. Of, it was one of those desks that was made basically of particle board, uh, and it like warped those. in a way that like they were like it's a, it's it's done. Yeah, um, but it is their fault because it was fine before they touched it. So it was fine before it had to be moved, but it was them who moved it. So yes, so their uh, fault. There's but there's no guarantee that if someone else had moved it, that would have happened. You know. I mean, I've had particle board desks. They kind of suck. No, oh no. I mean, it's piece. It's a piece of shit. Like <laughs> it, like is like not like can. It's connected by all these little like metal little things, and that like it. The whole thing just deteriorates. It's like the cabinets that we had at work, where it was like cool. This door doesn't stay on anymore because the screw doesn't stay in this wood because it's not really wood. <laughs> like so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, my old computer desk was just a particle board desk and it just would start warping and bending Mm and uh, no, sir. Yeah. So are they, so I assume they're still moving today then you just, uh, were not, you were not able to come and help them. Um, they are mostly moved in. They just had some odds and ends that they needed to bring over and she wanted to clean the old house so that it wasn't so gross. I mean, cause you know, there was furniture over things, so you yeah, don't yeah, see yeah. the dust. She just wanted to make it look not, not terrible for, uh, the new owner. So, oh, okay. So then the new owner can just suffer through the other things. The reasons that your mom moved out in the first place. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Anyway. We still don't know what's up with that roof. Why does it keep <laughs> leaking? How come everybody who comes out tries to fix it and then they can't? <laughs> <laughs> why does going? why is it always bleeding human yeah. blood? Well, I'm glad that the moving is almost done for your mom. Me too. So, uh, <laughs> uh, I hope I don't ever have to move 
I have so much shit. I'm like sitting at like this giant oak desk and you talking about it. I'm like, God, how would I move this thing? God, how would I clean it off? I have, <laughs> I'm, I work in such chaos. That's just the way I am. That's the way I function. Mm -hmm. So like, there's just papers and like AL81 bottles and like, <laughs> it's just bad news. I, I mean, I think you just, my advice to <laughs> okay. anyone who is moving is unless it is something that is going to be broken, if it's not organized nicely in a box, don't organize it nicely in a box. Put it in the box. Just get it out of the way. You don't have time. You don't have time for this. <laughs> That's Michelle's advice for the week. Yeah. Do you have anything else? You, you, any other wisdom? Because you've moved no. a couple of times recently. Yeah. Your movers weren't that good either. No, they were terrible. Also, I didn't pay very much for them. So they were very inexpensive, but they made you give them a rating in front of them. It was, it was so, it was so upsetting. And then I almost went and changed it, but I was like, they know where I live. <laughs> <laughs> I can't change it. Yeah. Um, no, I hated them. They did yeah. a, they did a pretty bad job. They didn't, they didn't actually like break anything. I don't think. But they weren't, so, they, they were supposed to have tools. They were supposed to be prepared to do stuff. They weren't at all. Yeah. Yeah. They really, really weren't. Um, yeah. And didn't they like want you to help them? Kind of. I feel like they did. That happened a couple times. Also, they like <clears throat> went into your backyard and like started like lifting stuff up that wasn't coming. Like, <laughs> yeah, they like tried to take the whole, sh the whole like kind of shed thing. Yeah. They tried it's to like, like take the whole thing. It's like, no, that's, that's, that's okay. they were two strong young men, at least. Mm -hmm. But that's about it. And they didn't and they really didn't break anything. So that's just our hearts. Also, they didn't like scratch up my house. Oh, um, no, they did all right. Which actually puts them ahead of my mom's movers. So that's sad. Why don't you just hire those guys then? I don't want to hire those guys. <laughs> you just said so many nice things about them. Yeah. Is that your new bird? Oh, oh. Yes, it is. <laughs> but they did fuck up the bottom of my my um the thing that goes under the mattress, like this this box spring. Mm -hmm. It's all messed up. Like it's just huh. pieces of it. You know, like it it's in a some sort of canvasy, black canvasy thing. It just there's a huge cut in it at the bottom. So I think geeks, geeks can get in now. Oh god. So I I'm pretty sure I heard her do that once. So, well, hopefully, thoughts and prayers to Gigs that she's okay if she's in there. Thanks for listening. You can email us at thisshowisawkward at gmail.com or go to awkwardshow.com or whatever. See you next time. <laughs>